chapter 9 goddess baby we're gonna end up late echoed damien's voice i'm almost done i did my final touch up on my lips making sure the gloss was in line and not swaying away from the lip line i picked my wardrobe damien has not seen it yet he preferred a suit with no tie my husband is so handsome anything works for him he could even wear a rag and he would still look delicious i put on my clear heels my white polish pedicure really paid off i took my purse and walked out of the room damien was stunned his eyes roamed all over my body i could change if this is too much i said no don't you look superb like you were going to the met gala I wore a purple fake diamond encrusted Zulu basket hat, an off-shoulder long-sleeve tight purple gown with a high slit. When I picked this dress, I didn't think of the cleavage. Now I realize it was massive. From my view, it felt like only my nipples were covered. The rest was out on full display. You are so freaking beautiful. Damien exclaimed. So I was ugly, huh? I replied. Never. He held my hand to his as he walked out of the house. I didn't do a lot of makeup on my face. I hope not to look like a clown. Here we arrived at the venue as we chatted in the car about last night's series we watched. I have never seen a series on Netflix with so much nudity and romance in it. The venue was packed. We were among the last to arrive. We were ushered to our seats. Front row. That is very kind of Brad. Everyone whom I didn't know looked dazzling. They are all looking at the jewel in the event. You, Nate whispered. <laughs> nice joke, Damien. I'm serious, baby. There is Castro, the man that saved you. He said. I looked at the altar, a tall Caucasian man, about six foot one, very built, stood firmly and strong. He had shoulder length, dark hair. His eyes met mine. I looked away. Nothing is as embarrassing as getting caught staring. All rise. We all stood up as Canon in D smoothly played from the orchestra. Lilies and white roses were everywhere. It was a breathtaking moment. I recall my wedding. I was nervous as I walked down the aisle, just like Brad is. He was full of smiles as he gently walked to Castro at the altar. I looked up at Damien. He smiled at me. He, he too knows how delicate this moment was for us. Brad met his groom at the altar. He walked on his own. He, we took our seats. You make it harder for me to stay put in that dress, Damien whispered. I bit my lower lip. Be a good boy and I will let you have a cookie. I whispered back to him. He tightened his grip on my hand. A clear message. He won't stay put because it's not what he wants. Brad and Castro exchanged their vows and kissed passionately as we cheered them on. Damien seemed happy to see him finally be with the one he loves. 
we proceeded to the reception. It was nightfall already. The wedding had begun in the late afternoon. Dimin and I got reserved seats. We ate and drank a little as we interacted with a few people here and there. Remember our reception? He asked. You dropped me as we danced, I replied. I lost my grip, he said. At our wedding, as Damien and I danced, he lifted me into his arms. He was suddenly overcome with heat and got aroused. He lost his balance and dropped me on the ground. I wasn't hurt, but I lived to remember not to let him carry me when he's horny. Well, unless we're in action banging against the wall. The reception looked like a Hollywood celebrity venue. Crystals all over, expensive wine and all kinds of food, a massive cake, glitter and pomp hosted in a mansion. I felt like I was in a royal wedding, like the royal wedding. But this time maybe it's the gay royal wedding. Damien, nice to see you. Came some unknown guy. Well, I have never really seen him, so... Hey Frank, this is Goddess, my wife. Goddess, this is Frank, one of my clients who purchased a Rolls Royce a year ago. Pleasure to meet you, Frank, I said warmly as I shook his hand. He glared at me with fascination. Pleasure is mine. I must say, you look glorious in that outfit, I said. Thank you. It was Damien's idea. Damien smirked. He and Damien began to talk about more cars. I am not a big fan of cars, so I just kept sipping my tropical fruit juice. I wasn't in the mood to get drunk. I had already had a few glasses of wine and they were starting to do the thing they do on me. Make me tipsy. I looked around. There were people congratulating Mr. and Mrs. Devon, the newlyweds. Looking across my table, my eyes clashed with someone's. He sat a few meters from me. He looked familiar. It's like I have seen him somewhere. He had that Bradley Cooper hairstyle. He wore a leather jacket. This guy didn't look like he came to a wedding. He looked like he came to a motorcycle club event. He looked at me daringly. A grin appeared on his face. Very attractive yet dangerous. His eyes striking straight at me. He was drowning me in with his stare. I looked away, then looked at him again. He still had his eyes on me. Would you like to dance, my lady? Damien asked. Where did your friend go to? I asked. He already left. I took his hand. The righteous bread brother's unchained melodies was playing smoothly as a gentleman sang his heart out, making the song even more captivating to my ears. We took to the dance floor. He held my waist and back as I held on to his arm and neck. I love you, Damien Carter. He kissed my temple. I love you too, goddess Hunter Carter. We let the song take over the moment. For a moment, we forgot everyone else, and it was just us too. I caressed his cheek. I am so lucky to have him. May I? Came a new voice I had never heard of. I turned to my left. It was Castro. He had a deep, almost like southern accent, but just somewhere between there. 
Is it okay? Damien asked. Yes. I pecked Nate's cheek and stepped off the spot so he could dance with Castro. I smelled at him as he winked at me. May I too? came Brad's voice. Yes, you may, I replied. Taking his hand, I went back to the floor, wrapped his hands around my waist. He wrapped his hands around my waist. You look so beautiful, like an African queen. I love Africa, hence I wanted something that would show where I came from. The heart is straight from South Africa. And you killed it. Thank you, Brad. The wedding is amazing. The food, the drinks are all so good. I'm thankful you came. I wouldn't have missed for anything, Brad. Congratulations. He is very handsome. I replied, thank you. I know you may not agree to this, but we would like to invite you and Damien over to our house. I know things are hard for the both of you. You're always welcome to my house, he said. Thank you, Brad. Thank you so much. Come with Damien. Castro and I will be having a dinner on Saturday night, he said. Aren't you going to a honeymoon? I asked. Every day is always a honeymoon. He replied, Mr. Devon said no to a honeymoon? He said, Mrs. Carter said yes to a dinner date. <laughs> you know how to make me say yes, don't you? Very well. I stared into his eyes. Hunter! Hunter! It was a setup! Came a voice in my head. Flashbacks of the hurry, panting, running to save them. Goddess. Sergeant, it was a setup. They're all going to die. Sergeant, the entire place transformed back into the desert. Momentarily, a deep, passionate kiss landed on my lips. I kissed him back. We both backed away when I realized I was in a trauma and he was snapping me out of it. Oh my goodness. Did Brad and I just kiss on his wedding day? Everyone was staring at us on in awe. Damien was dumbfound. I was screwed. I'm really sorry. So sorry. I'm deeply gosh. What have I done? I stammered. I ran out of the hall to the restroom, locking myself inside. I took off my Zulu basket hat. I began to sob. Why did I kiss him right in front of my husband and his husband? Why did that kiss feel so good and it brought me back to reality? Why, why, why kept flooding in my head? There was a knock on the door. Baby, I know you're in there. Please open the door. I did not respond. I couldn't face my husband. I couldn't face anyone. Baby, please open the door. I silently sobbed as I sat at the corner, holding my knees. I was angry at myself. I failed miserably. I blame myself and I don't think I will ever forgive myself for that. Out of all in my team, only I came out breathing. The rest didn't even make it in one piece. How did I let this happen? How stupid! was I to have trusted him. Why did I miscalculate? The door swung open and Damien rushed in as a crowd gathered behind him. I jolted, squeezing myself in the corner, shaking with a lot of fear. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It was all my fault. 
I uttered, shivering and my teeth clattering. Damien took off his coat and covered me. He helped me up and carried me into his arms. He took me straight to the car. Maybe he would beat me when we get home. He didn't say anything as he drove. I was afraid for the worst. I had never done anything like this to him. I felt like I betrayed him after all he has done for me. Maybe he wishes he just let me die in the bathtub. It would have been easy for him to just say it was an accident. Besides, he already had the authorization to proceed with euthanasia, so it wouldn't have been hard for him to just have it his way. When he parked the car to our house, I got out. I ran to our room and took a whip. I took off my clothes and knelt beside the bed. Maybe hitting, hitting me will make him feel better. He walked into the bedroom and stared at me. I have been a disgrace to my husband. He stopped before me where I knelt down. Do what you must as I have failed you as your wife, I said. He took off his collars, then his shirt, his pants, his shoes. He was naked before me. Taking me by surprise, he got on his knees too lifted my chin to look at him. His eyes were sore. He must have been crying. Tears ran down his cheeks. I love you. I love you. I deeply love you. But this isn't going to work out. It's over. What does he mean? He's ending our marriage? He's giving up on us? Hot tears navigated down my cheeks. He took the whip and threw it away. I am not the monster your father was. I will never beat you up or lay a hand on you. That life is over. This whip won't work out. You are my wife, not my slave. I promise to love and cherish you for better or for worse. We are one. Your pain is my pain. When I opened that door and saw you on the ground, it broke me to pieces. I feel so bad you're battling demons and I can't stop them from tormenting you. But I will always be here for you, always and forever. No matter what happens, however bad it gets, I will always be.